Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So, uh, the Tiger Helicopters gets gets nicked by Oromov and uh, <coughs> Onatop, who killed two pilots. I think I'm in heaven. Not yet. Uh, just a little bit of trivia. One of those two pilots who gets shot is the guy who did the jump off the dam. No way. Yeah. I didn't know that. Little cameo. That's lovely. Yeah. Um, so, the, the helicopter races off. Bond tries to stop him. I've just realized we're over an hour and we haven't barely got into this film. <laughs> so, the, heli- the helicopter's gone. So, meanwhile, at the Severnaya complex, with the, with the satellite dish and all that, you've got Natalia Simnova. Simnova. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you saying it with an Irish accent? But yeah. yeah. I don't know. She's she's very nice, isn't she? She's lovely. Mm. And one of those ones who should have beat the, the Bond girl curse. Yeah. I thought she was going to when she was in Reign of Fire, but no. That, but that was... Years later, wasn't yeah, it? It was, but many years later. Christian Bale fighting dragons. There's dragons everywhere. I hated that film. Yeah, it's rubbish. Oh, good. I'm glad you think so. Cause no, I, really, been... I was really excited about it. I thought, this is going to be fun. I, I just realised that was the second film I reviewed for the thing. And I remember going, wow. how have you managed to create a scene <laughs> where it's dragons versus skydivers mm. and it's boring? It's really boring, yeah. They should have had one of the dragons voiced by Sean Connery. Stop throwing fire at me, you bastard. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey's in it with a shaved head acting mad that's what I love about these dragons man I get older and they burn my balls off <laughs> I don't know. it's also got the bit where they do the bedtime story for the kids and they act out Star Wars oh that's a funny gag it's a funny little gag yeah but Christian Bale's doing that voice all the way through I'm, I'm from England mate no you're not you Welshman you should do your voice do your normal voice oh there's fucking dragons everywhere like bastards there's a lovely picture of Christian Bell. I don't know why we're talking about Christian Bell, but we are. When he was when Empire of the Sun came out, there's a picture of him posing with his. I think he's got like a Spectrum, yeah, or, or a Commodore or something, and he's just kind of sat there in his little '80s clothes with big white shoes, giving a thumbs up while he's playing his little computer. <laughs> it's quite cute. It's oh, yeah. nice. But he's, even then, he was Christian Bale. <laughs> oh, what if I played Operation Fucking Wolf? Mm. I'm gonna play Rain of Fire. 
I want to play Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> party games too, you know what I mean? Turn it to Bob Hoskins now. I love playing party games. It works better if you plug in the mouse, you know what I mean? You play party games? I have one. Was, was that the one with Tetsu? It was an Amiga game, right? I say game. It was a, it was scenes from porn films, and you had to do like a Daily Thompson's Decathlon with the keys right. to make it animate. <laughs> Oh, for God's sake. But we worked out cheat, right? Because I'm Christian Bale now. You plug in the mouse and you just wiggle the mouse and it goes really fast. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you're from London, you're yeah. from different parts of London at every part of the sentence now. Yeah, I know. He's very excited. <laughs> no, I never yeah. played that game, but I will um, I'll look it up. On... You should look it up. Yeah. No, don't look it up. It's disgusting. Um, Boris Gleshenko, Alan Cumming. May I ask? Hmm. Is Alan Cumming at this point? He's a very respected stage actor now, mm. uh, and he was a very funny sitcom actor back then. Yeah. Is he a massive overactor during this period? I think he is. Yeah, because we've seen two films. One for there's one for the Monday Night Podcast with Eyes Wide Shut, and he is. Oh God, yeah, I forgot too about that. fucking big in both of them. Yeah, I think it works at times in this, but sometimes, yeah, you just like tone it down a little bit. Yeah, but it's kind of cute in this because he's playing basically a big internet virgin, isn't he? That's the weird thing that they—he mm. has quite a brutal death. Yeah, for, for someone who sorted the comic relief, mm. like he's basically the Richard Pryor in Superman Three. Yes, yes, but, he is. But, but they let him have, um, you know, he he gets to—he's a good guy at the end of that, and this yeah. he just goes, "Let's freeze the cunt to death." And exp- yeah, 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 it's horrible. Mm. But he's <laughs> hacking the internet in a nineteen ninety-five way, which, let's face it, when you look back at it now, is deeply embarrassing, isn't it? Well, yeah, but nobody knew anything. It was still quite complicated. It's just, and you still had to visual. You still do. It still has to be visually interesting. You don't need to know the details of it. But he must have spent. I want to know how long Boris spent up all night drawing uh, Natalia in her bikini. I, I <laughs> well, scanned in as well. So it's probably yeah. he probably was commissioning them. Yeah, but he's hacked the uh, justice department, which doesn't feel like it's his job. No. Like, why is he doing that there in a facility that is specifically out for a weapons management system? Yeah. He's like, I'm just doing this for a laugh. Well, don't. You're at work. I think he's trying to get picked up by the KGB to become a top hacker. Oh, that, that's actually not a terrible theory, yeah. <clears throat> no, he says they'll, they'll give me a big mansion and give me a million dollars hard currency. I think not. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's also terrible at passwords. I think he later went on to make, like, crosswords for kids. Yeah, now then, because he the the password. What's the first password that she's trying to crack? He says they're right in front of you, and they can open very large doors. It's knockers, right. and it's knockers. Now mm. here's the thing: I haven't looked into this, but I bet knockers doesn't work as a pun in Russian. I bet it doesn't. So, minge. It's it's minge. 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 <laughs> How do you open door with minge? And he like starts my minute, and she's like, "Don't, don't do it." No, we we don't do that. No. Do you know how one works? No, I don't. I don't. Uh, and it definitely wouldn't work with one of those round, smooth ones. It might work with a handle. And even then, you're going to have to you know, lift one of your legs up. Have you seen one? No. No, I haven't. A door handle. No, minge. Minge, fuck's sake. And then his other, his other thing, which stumps Natalia, this is how clever she is, is that you sit on it, but you can't take it with you. Yeah. It should stump her, because it's a stupid answer. It is. Because you can take chairs with you. You can take chairs. If it was like massive three-seater DFS sofa was the password, we'd be like, yeah, they are tough to drag. 
You should go, look, I was thinking of the ones in the park that are concrete. Yeah, exactly. Big mm. park concrete chairs. That's a long password, that, isn't it? Yeah. Just for chair. And all the A's are a four. Oh, okay. oh, fuck's sake. He goes out for a fag. Also, that woman says he would not know a woman if one sat on head. I think he would. With the theme of women sitting on heads continued yeah. throughout the film. Bloody hell. Um, and then we get this nice model shot of when he goes out for a fag, you can see the dish and all the stuff behind him yeah. in the distance. But it's actually just sat on top of the thing he's come out of. But it's a lovely sort of forced perspective thing. That's right. Now, I mm. only noticed that uh, recently. I think it's very nicely done. Mm. Um, <clears throat> uh, there's, well, actually, no, we'll get to it. But the, the, So this the bad guys arriving. Yeah, Oromov and Xenia arrive, ask for a demonstration of Goldeneye. And then when they get the key off of the man from Four Weddings and a Funeral, he finds out his wife's been boffing Toby, whatever his name is. Um, yeah, he, they kill everybody. And on a top... Why does the key have to look like that? I, I don't know. know it's just yeah. nice, but it's just a calm down. Mm. It looks cool, but it doesn't need to look like that because it literally is just a disc. Yeah. I think it's just... A sh- and, it, and the little socket it goes in, it looks... It feel, do you remember a show called Chock-A-Block? It made me think That's of Chock-A-Block. That's amazing! Oh, my God! <laughs> There's a show I haven't thought about, but I loved. Oh my god, mm. yes, it's Chock-a-Block run it's by the KGB. Big keys that went in, yeah. Look it up, kids. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, Fred Harris, I believe. Um, yeah, so they kill everyone, and when Xenia um, is killing everyone, she's like, oh, 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 yeah, yeah. oh. I do like the shot of Oromov's reaction because I think yeah. in some movies the male character would be like, he'd be like, oh, look at that, she's hot, yeah. but he is looking at it like, fuck it, I've booked a nut, but yeah, yeah. Oh. This is every time she's come three times in the helicopter on the way here, <laughs> and we only had Ken Bruce on the radio, so there's no real reason for it. <laughs> Wait, we have to turn on his pop master at ten. Pop master oh. is mysterious, isn't it? I've never heard it, so I well, don't know. Pop- what... We don't know what pop master is. Well, I know what it is. But I've never heard it, but it takes over Twitter like for two hours every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, listen. It's a quiz for losers who mm. know way too much about music. Like, way too much. Right. Like, at the expense. If you know this much about music, you probably can't retain the information you need to be able to drive. Mm. Or your kids' names. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So she kills everyone, so she thinks. Uh, but Natalia's hanging in the kitchen. And she goes there to kill her. You think she's gone up the, the chute. She's actually in a cupboard, I think. Yeah, she's in a cupboard. Um, the one who says he would not woman if he sat on here starts the alarm. And Oromov says, the t- best time is two minutes. They will be lit. A scathing, scathing thing about the Russian military operations that are going on as we speak. Yeah. Yeah, he says they will, they will send tanks, but they will actually be transit vans with a plumbing pipe glued <laughs> to top. <laughs> Uh, so she she comes out of the kitchen after just firing aimlessly around and then says, I had to ventilate someone. Yeah, there's no sense of that she's got any assurance that she killed the person no. up there. Like, wait, wait, give it a sex if blood drips out. No, yeah. maybe have another look. Ah, oh, so you killed them then? I, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Well, you just said you ventilated someone. I shot some holes in the ceiling. Right. Yeah. Well, do, you, do you want to go back in and check? No, I'll finish no? at five. Okay, fair enough. Um, so they fly off. Um... And then back in M- an MI6 in London, uh, this is where Bond meets Money Penny. And they have a lovely Samantha little bit Bond. of banter, and he's like, "Where would I? What would I do without you, Miss Money Penny?" And she says, I've, "You've never had me, mate." She's like, well, I wasn't saying that, was I?" 
She also mentioned sexual harassment because that was big in the nineties, wasn't it? Yeah, but sex, yeah, but not sexual harassment is you can't sexually harass me. She was like, "This is sexual harassment, hmm. unspoken." But please continue. Yeah. He's, oh yeah, what's the punishment? You have to make good on your innuendos. I don't think that's right. No, I, I don't think that sacked. was the rule. Right now, then, welcome to your first day working um, in um, Halliburton. Um, <laughs> or or a less dodgy organisation. Okay. Um, we don't stand for sexual harassment here unless, and this is an important caveat, if you say, I'm going to thing you, you do have to do it. That is the rule. What if I said it to a man and I'm not gay? No, no, it doesn't matter. Oh. You said it, you do it, right? And we all have to watch. Oh. That's, that's Shouldn't have said off. boots. I'm going to get poisoned by boots now. You're going to get poisoned by boots. Yeah. They're going to send you one of those giant chemical jugs they used to have in the windows. Yeah, but they're going to force me to drink it. Yeah, this is for what you said about fingering. <laughs> and then the word boots in their own shit. Oh. Shit boots. Shit. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so then he goes to the, the situation room and we meet Tanner, Michael Kitchen. Love him. Wish he was still in it. Yeah, as was Rory. Uh, Rory Kinnear. Rory Kinnear, who was once mean to me on television. We've covered this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was he was mean to you. He was in a way mean to me, yes. Um they've picked up a distress call. So they're having a look on the old satellites and the old tiger helicopters outside. And Bond's like, Well, look at that, tiger helicopter. And Michael Kitchen's like, Well, that old stupid cow didn't listen to you, did she? The <laughs> yeah, old yeah. queen of numbers. And then mm, turns around Judy Dench. And she's just really angry at him. Uh-huh. He's like, he hasn't said anything that bad. She's like the queen of numbers. If you're an accountant, that is a compliment. Yeah, well, who is she supposed to be? Who was the lady that charged MI6 at the time? Stella? Stella Rivington, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, be, I yeah. believe was briefly, possibly still as a novelist. Oh. Yeah, well, probably not. Probably a ghostwriter, but yeah. With a name like Rivington, I don't know I don't know what the books are about. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Judy Dench here looking a bit like an elderly beetle. Got a mop top going um, on. I can see that, yeah. But mm. she's very because she's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice twist, isn't it, to have a female M? Well, yeah, because apparently they've been talking about doing it since the eighties. Mm. It was um, oh god, I can't remember who who played um, Money Penny in the eighties. Still, oh, um, Lo- Lois Maxwell. Lois Maxwell. She said it would be nice after after Voodoo killed. She's like, it'd be nice if they brought in a female M. Mm. And they said <clears throat> no, no. We want to still use Robert Brown. Yeah. He was good, though. Yeah, he was great, yeah. Because yeah. he said I mean, that no woman could have said, we're not a country club 007. I, I reckon Dame Judy Dench could get away with it. Oh, yeah. I'm being sarcastic, of course. Um, You know, because Bond is, let's be honest, up until this point, a bit of a sausage fest, isn't it? In terms of the inner workings of MI6. Um, yes. You've got you've got Moneypenny or Penelope Smallbone. That's it. That's the only women who work there. Well, who else? Jill St. John. No, not not Jill St. John. Britt Eklund. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's good night. But I think, yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of... Good and night, there's the good woman night. Who, there's that one woman who dies at the start of Doctor No, and I think that's it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Still. At least, at least they've righted those wrongs now. Yeah. Um, so M says, if I want sarcasm, I'll talk to my children. But who I'm sorry are probably in their thirties. Yeah, definitely. Um, I imagine they're played by Martin Clunes. He plays all the parts, different wigs. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and then he goes, "Is this a live feed?" 
She goes, yeah, unlike the Americans, I don't like to get my bad news from CNN. <laughs> right? Where'd you get it from? I, I, I get it from um, TVAM. Yeah. I get it from RTL, because if you watch it late at night on Saturday, you get porn. <laughs> oh god I hope the day comes where they let you write one of these <laughs> it's going to be such an amazing first draft and such a, a severely compromised second draft oh dear then we've re- taken out all the wanking scenes <laughs> they've replaced me with someone who just won an Oscar for writing a screenplay, I'm livid. Yeah, and it's Paul Haggis. <laughs> we hired Paul Haggis instead of you, and he's literally a molester. <laughs> but the difference is, he doesn't write about it. Yeah, exactly. Keeps it quiet. What we need to find is a sweet spot. John, who doesn't do it. Paul Haggis, who does but doesn't write about it. We need to find the perfect combination of John and Paul Haggis. <laughs> Basically, we need the one who's not going to mention RTL. Yeah, so we went with Paul Agus. Yeah, who is RTL, it turns out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so basically a big big explosion goes off, and they're like, well, that must have been the Golden Eye weapon, which, of course, as you know, is a big... And it's like, yeah, I read the brief. It's a big EMP thing that sets off a nuclear blast in space. And then M goes, could it be an accident? And Bond goes, no, the helicopter it was built to resist the EMP. She's like, all right. So she takes him to her office, and then and then they have horrible little... office. Yeah, horrible, horrible office. Yeah, there's something so iconic about the old one, mm. and this is just it's just really boring set design. Because actually, this is a very nicely production design movie. Yeah, but this is I, I. It just looks like an architect's office in any film. It's so bad, isn't it? And it hasn't got the double leather doors, which I adore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you think the reason they're there, I think, is for secrecy, right? And M's, M's office is like a call centre's manager's office. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not having that. I think you're right on that one. And uh, uh, Brosnan says, she pours a drink and he goes, he goes something like, uh, your predecessors would leave a cognac in the, in the top drawer. First of all, he didn't have the same office for yeah, a start, yeah, right? Yeah. Second of all, do you think when they move out, they leave the cognac in? Yeah, I think they do. He's like, well, I've got bourbon. Oh, fuck, clever. It'd be good if they panned over and her predecessor was just lying dead on the floor there because they hadn't moved him out. He just dropped dead at work one day, <laughs> yeah, whole, clutching yeah. a bottle of cognac. Oh, this is like his actual stuffed carcass in the corner of the room with a little plaque. Yeah, but in it an says, animal pose like a bear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Holding the cognac and just does. Just well, they kind of do that later on, don't they? Because in the, I think it's in Skyfall and Inspector, there's a portrait of the previous M's. Oh, that's outside right, nice. M's office. Hmm. So. <clears throat> We they see from the the map that Natalia, someone got away, which we know is Natalia. Yes, yeah, a satellite photograph of looking down at the site. Also, I'd have a bit here. You know, where she says uh, he says about your predecessor kept some cognac, and she says I prefer bourbon. Yeah, better or bourbon. Sorry, better if he said your predecessor kept some custard creams in the drawer. Yeah, I prefer bourbons. <laughs> yeah. See, she let me write this. Um, yeah. yeah, but she. What I don't like about this scene is she's like, I. She. You don't like me. You don't like my methods. You think I'm a bean counter, more obsessed with numbers than your blah blah blah. And he goes, Yeah, the thought had occurred. She goes, Good, because I don't like you. You're a sexist, misogynist dinosaur, a relic of the Cold War. Blah blah blah. Puts him in his place. He's about to leave with his tail between his legs, and then she says, Bond, come back alive, and allows him to have a little smirk. It's like, oh, yeah, you can't allow a woman to have that. Yeah. 
Ah, it's annoying. I think I think we. I was thinking about this genuinely. I think it would have been good if she'd gone, come back alive, and then a beat, and then goes, costs a fortune to train you cunts. Yeah, exactly. Just to show him who's on, who's in charge. Yeah. But no, she has to wilt. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting choice. It's supposed to be a warm moment, and it's lovely because in the set, it sets up the relationship he has with. Um, because actually, the relationship is the only thing that continues between the Brosnan and, and Craigiers, really. Yeah, and it's sort of it does feel like even though it's a different actor, when she passes, you do feel that that years of relationship between them, mm. um, which starts here. So it makes it sort of makes sense in the grander context, but in and of itself, it feels like oh, why did you take that moment away from her? Exactly, it really annoys me every time I watch it. Yeah, Oromov lies to the uh, committee saying it was a uh, uh, separatist. Did it? And then the guy's like, well, how about the two survivors? And he's like, two? Like, Fucking yeah. hell, I'm in trouble here. What? Uh, Nothing? Turns into Gregory Mitchell from Vicar Brook and Bob. <laughs> oh, my wife's going to kill me. <laughs> yeah, he says, I'll go and look into it. And Mishkin, I like Mishkin. He's got a lovely little he's got a lovely little beard. What happened to Checky? And I don't know if I'm saying it, but Checky Cario. I don't know. Because it feels like he was in everything in this period. Yeah. We watched something for the Monday Night Movie Club where he was in it, didn't we? Bad Boys, Bad Boys 1. Bad Boys, that was it. Yeah, he just disappeared. Yeah. Oh, well, I hope he's all right. If you're I listening, hope he's all right. you know, check in, tell yeah, us you're send, all right. Send a card. Yeah. Um. So he goes off, Oromov goes off with his tail between his legs. And then um, we meet Q <laughs> again. Yeah. In In uh, what has become an increasingly dangerous workplace. Oh, yeah. Like this, this place would be shut down immediately by the council. Yeah, there's a guy flying across the room. There's one trapped in a phone box, like some sort of awful there's a horror flamethrower. There's a yeah. machine gun that you just know is not safety. That mm. they wander through all of that and go, "Here's your new BMW." And oh. he goes, oh, "That's a nice car." It's like as opposed to what he should say, which is, "This is a fucking hairdresser's car." It's disgusting, and it doesn't do anything. And I think at the time it was like a prototype, and it just didn't work, or it just just basically. I think they only had it for one time, and that was the bit later on where Jack Wade drives <coughs> it away. Yes, it's and they rubbish. couldn't do anything to it. So no. they wanted to have like rockets and stuff, but they they only had this one, so they didn't have a version they could amend mm. to do all the you know gadget things that you'd need to do to a car. But I, somebody tried to sell me this exact car the other day. No way. My mechanic is fixing one up, and he, what he does is he sells cars for charity. And I go, "Is that the Bond car?" He goes, "Yes, yeah, the same color and same interior." I look at it. I was like, "It feels like." So I sat in basically this car. And I thought, "I don't feel like James Bond." I feel like someone who puts people's hair in curlers. <laughs> it feels too small. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it feels... And there's... I, I, I'm not trying to be judgmental when I say it's hairdressers. You know what I mean, though. It's mm. just not... It's not a sleek... <clears throat> well, it's not an Aston Martin. It's a BMW, for God's sake. And especially since we've seen the Aston Martin. Mm. So we can do a direct comparison and go, well, I'll have the Aston Martin, please. Yeah. Especially as I'm not going to be using it much. Might as well just keep that. Yeah, because that's already got rockets in it. Yeah. Did you notice that Em's reading all these lines off of a board? Yeah, and I do not begrudge him. No. Because they're complicated lines. And also, I've I've told you this. I had to be in a I had to be a lawyer in something on TV once, Mm. right? And I had in English and Welsh, right? So we have to do it, and I could not remember that. So it was a med in the show. I was a lawyer who had a new law words and medical words because he was a medical case. And I was like, there's no fucking chance I'm learning this. No. So I wrote it on one of those yellow legal pads and pretended I was reading my own notes. Good God. So I'm not begrudging Desmond Cowell, no. who was a very elderly man. He was an elderly man. But he does, get, he does get a good joke to send him off in this film. Don't touch that. That's my lunch. Which, 
Yeah. Why does why does he pick it up? What's that? It's a sandwich. What it's the it's obviously a fucking sandwich. You're literally in intelligence, you dull cunt. <laughs> Good God. Um, so then we uh, get Bond turning up in Russia and he's met by Jack Wade. Because obviously Felix in the film before got eaten by sharks, so they couldn't use him again. They could, because it's a reboot. Of course they could, but then in those days <clears throat> they would... Oh, I, I don't know. But yeah, I like just, Jack oh, Wade. He's great. They, so they're going, oh, we can't, we can't. Yeah, Jack Wade's fine. I'm just saying they didn't have to get light, rid of Lighter for that reason. Because it's like, oh, the fans are going to be like, but Lighter's uh, got his legs ripped off. Because you think that's a problem. Samantha Bond's got a different face. Mm. Yeah, it's true. But maybe they and just wanted to change. Yeah. They probably just yeah. liked working with Joe Don Baker so much. Because, again, going by what you just said, this guy was the baddie two films ago. <laughs> yeah. um, but he's great. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah. He did two. He did two, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have done more. And they replaced him with Michael Madsen for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Except he's kind of a yeah. He's kind of an antagonist in Die Another Day. He's terrible though. Yeah. Fucking terrible. Um, yeah. So he takes him in his little car. Oh, you get the lovely joke as well. And only Joe oh, Joe Don Baker's so good at delivering this when he says, uh, "In London, April is a spring month" or something. And he goes, "Oh yeah, what are you, the weatherman?" <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brilliant. And then he makes him show him the tattoo, which is funny. Muffy. And I realized, this, that, that was an insert shot, right? Because yeah, yeah. he looks down and then it's clearly a close-up that's done in a studio months later. Yeah. That was somebody's day at work, that yeah. was. They sit in a chair and have Muffy written on their arsehole <laughs> for a bunch of men to film it later. It's so weird. And also, that airport's a, uh, it's a uh, race course. Oh. Dressed to look like an airport. Wait, was it in Russia? No. Okay. I think it's in Windsor. Okay. Interesting, boring fact for you there. Um, so he says to him, um, yeah, um, he drives along in his little car and then he says, uh, there's only one person you need to speak to about all this Yanis syndicate and that's a guy called Zukovsky. Uh, he's got a limp. And then Bond goes, ah, Valentin Zukovsky. He goes, how do you know him? He goes, I, I gave, gave him the him limp. limp. And then yeah. he says, hey, Bond, do you know anything about gardening? And I thought, is this a euphemism? <laughs> what, 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 how does that pan out? It doesn't. Do you know what they said? And then he just, do you know anything about gardening? And they cut to black. Yeah, then it cuts to the next scene. <laughs> hey, Bond, do you know anything about gardening? And then it just, just cuts them down an alley in Birmingham. Yeah, it just cuts to him driving up and going, massive bush. Right? <laughs> anyway, we're here. Yeah. And then you get the cruelest scene in the film, I think. This fat, poor fellow that owns a computer shop. Natalia comes in and goes, I want to test. I'm going to be ordering 39 computers with CD-ROM drives, which in 1995 must have cost a fucking fortune. Yeah, and he's it. like, I'm closing up the shop for the day. I'm going to ring the wife. You know that cruise <laughs> you're ready to go on? We can go on that yeah. now. I'm going to get 39 computers sold. Yeah. Well, maybe she does buy them. We don't know. She could be loaded. Oh. All she does is ring Boris. Well, text yeah. Boris, Skype yeah, Boris. Know. Message MSM. Also, if I was in, I guess, yeah, do you want a test run? Yeah, in secret, in a back room. Hmm. All right, I think you're lying. Yeah. I I'm not going to call my wife. Hmm. You're not downloading anything funny. I'm not going to get arrested. Am I? Exactly. You're like, yeah. yeah, what is this? Wait a minute. No, before we do this, right? Fucking glitter. <laughs> what are you doing? Look, I'm speaking to a friend of mine who worked at a top secret Russian satellite dish, and I'm going to communicate with him, okay? But not, just, not poor, uh, though, yeah? Yeah. All right, fine. Just because you can just go, I'm just doing some emails. And you mm. can see, you can see that. 
Mm. Anyway. But it has to be cruel. It has to be poor bugger. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So Boris says, come and meet me at the church. He gets there, of course, kidnapped. That's a really interestingly shot scene. Yeah, um, because it, he it, he actually plays it like weirdly like a religious horror. Mm. This bit, and then she runs out because it's door slam, draft the wind, candle blows out. It, it, it's quite sinister and actually not in keeping with the rest of the film, which is quite happy go lucky. Then she runs out, and then Boris is there, and <laughs> then um, the mistake that happens is he brings Xenia on the top with him. Yeah, because she would have happily gone. With Boris, yeah, but she turns around, Zena's there, and she's like, and then she starts struggling. She could easily have got away, she doesn't, but could have done. Yeah, I think that was just shorthand for our benefit, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, obviously, otherwise, we don't know he's a traitor. She should have gone in the church when that door slammed and the candle went out. The ghost of the Admiral, oh, run, I got fucked to death. <laughs> yeah, if you don't want to end up like me, although you might, because in hindsight, not the worst Wednesday I ever had. I'll tell you the worst one I ever had, don't. I yeah. shit myself while I was at war. Yeah. And I was I would have been at that point nine hundred miles from the nearest fanny. So <laughs> So this was better in that way, although as I say, dead. <laughs> oh, sorry, I, I talked too long and now you've been captured. Sorry about that. Sorry, sorry. I'll go back to heaven. Heaven, is it? It's right, just, hell. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, you know what? It's exactly the same. <laughs> if, imagine if they were like... <laughs> that would be a really complicated one administratively if they don't... Right, okay, you're going to go to hell. <laughs> uh, and in hell, what we do is we make you reenact the way you died over and over for eternity. <laughs> what, so I'm going to have a minge clamped to my face for all eternity? Yeah. What's heaven look like? Oh, 
Yeah, same. All right, you've bitched the system, yeah? <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> I'm just imagining a Bond film parking so we can hear from a ghost of a man who got fucked to death. <laughs> There'd be loads of them. <laughs> This is the longest laugh you've ever done. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Wow, this is <laughs> this is definitely a new record. <laughs> this is more than when you laughed with Penguin with his cock out. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so we meet Sikovsky, Robbie Coltrane. Uh, he's walking through his club, gets a gun to the back of the head. Oh, I hate that bit of dialogue. Mm. He hears a click. What the gun. be gay? Only three men I know use them. I believe I've killed two of them. It's like, well, there's a lot more what the PBKs in the world, mate. Yeah. You must be James Bond. No. He said, doesn't it, have to be. He you, is. You are only spy I know where who carries this little shit gun. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we get a mini driver cameo here. Well, I thought it was a celebrity cameo, but I don't know if she wasn't famous enough. She wasn't, no. Because she only, for some, I don't know how this stuff gets out, but IMDb trivia says she only got paid five grand for it. Five grand. She was desperate for work. But I'm not going to feel sorry for her because I read more into the story. It said she was on a beach in Uruguay when she found out she got the the gig. And I'm like, how are you affording to go to Uruguay if you're skint? Well, it was the 90s, isn't it? She was backpacking. Everyone was going to all over the shop for like a fiver. I suppose she was a mini driver, so she was driving everybody about for money, I think. <laughs> they should do that transporter series and reboot it called Mini Driver, where she drives the mini for bank robberies. They sh- <laughs> and she keeps guns in her ear. God, I would give anything to be in a pitch meeting with you. <laughs> uh, what else have you got? All right. How about... <laughs> it's a show about ghosts who be <laughs> fucked to death. It's like the show Ghosts, but on RTL at night. To be fair, isn't there one of the ghosts in Ghosts, someone who got died while shagging? Well, he's got his trousers off. He's not actually talking about having a fatty clamp to his head. <laughs> oh. um, but, but basically, Bond does a deal with him to say, look, I'll do this deal with you where you do like an arms trade, but you keep the money, we get the other fellow arrested. Everyone's happy. In exchange, I want you to set up an introduction with me with Yanis. Yeah, oh yeah, and you know what? In hindsight, what I'm going to say is, can it be somewhere brightly lit and populated? Yeah, maybe As in a Toys R Us. To, yeah, maybe in a Toys R Us or somewhere. So I'm going to say, not in a creepy statue cemetery. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Robbie Coltrane, good character, comes back ruined, as we talked about in World of Not Enough. Yeah. But good in this. <coughs> yeah, a lot of fun. Apart from, there's a little joke in here that bothers me slightly. But it's cute, but it's annoying. But he says, do you know how, you know, my knee aches every day? And do you know how cold it gets here? And then he goes, tell him, Dimitri. And the guy starts talking. And then he goes, silence. That annoys me a bit. Oh. I'm just being overcritical. 
<laughs> I don't remember what the guy starts saying. He's, he's like, well, it depends. Blah 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 blah. He oh, stutters. that's right. Yeah. Do you know how? Do you know how long the winters are in this mm. country? And he goes, well, it depends on the climactic uh, situation. Silence. Shut up. Fucking Michael Fishbeer. Shut up. <laughs> I've heard that people are saying are worried it's going to snow. I can just tell you now. Don't worry. Hang your washing out. Let's put your sunbeds out. So for those of you who've been recently shot in the knees, it's going to be fine, Michael Fish. Next day, dead. Dead. Everyone's just going around with their knees going, oh, my fucking knees. Michael Fish today fell down a flight of stairs by accident. Ooh, it's me, Michael Fish. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so he... Cut a long story short, he goes to the graveyard. Yanis walks out. It's bloody Alec Trevelyan with a big scar on his face. Well, a little scar. I mean, he got away fairly close. Dude. And he's whinging. He's whinging about Bond setting the timers to three minutes. He's like, you were pretending to be dead. Not my oh, yeah. Oh, also, we found out that he is a Lienz Cossack. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he... Means he does a dance. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> I know that he is a terrible dancer. He was one of Pan's people. Um, he, um, yes, yeah, so he got betrayed, or his family got betrayed by the British government when mm. they were handed over to the British after World War Two for That's being right. Nazi sympathizers or Nazi collaborators, collaborators or something. Yeah. So he's got he's got an, he's got the arse with the British government. Yeah, which is but he's got he's rock got the amp, which yeah. doesn't seem fair. He goes, hang on, mate, careful because yeah, so they got handed back to the Russians after World War Two. Yeah. Again, just to be clear, were. Nazi collaborators. Well, Nazi collaborators. Also, I changed the timer on the bombs because you were dead and yeah. I wanted to get the job done and get out. Not my fault. You were fucking playing Let's Pretend on the floor. <laughs> you dickhead. That's what you should have said. But he gets a classic dart in the neck. Absolute classic dart in the neck. Yeah. I love the way you do darts in the necks. So you hear the sound effect, then just cut to someone with a dart in the neck, go, oh! And then fall over. Always, I love that craft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but he, he, so he says to Bond, you know, <coughs> we're gonna. It's, it's it's a good little speech, isn't it? You know, pathetic. I hadn't guessed your every move. Tearful restaurateurs and money penny. My <laughs> Majesty's loyal terrier. It's good. Yeah, it's a good speech. And he does it well. Um. I, I, he says a thing about I was I did think of bringing you in on my uh, scheme. That would be stupid. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, and he makes it sound like as I always knew that your loyalty was to the mission and not your friends. Mm. You're not my friend, do you? Yeah. You're not my friend because you just hit me in the head. Yeah. I mean, you pretended to be dead again. I'm going to say you pretended to be dead. If you hadn't have done that, I wouldn't have changed the bomb timers and we could have escaped together. Yeah. Dickhead. Knob. They could have escaped together and then he could have, you know, pretended to die somewhere else, like in a car crash or yeah, something. Yeah, would he die somewhere else? Yeah. Give me a fair next time, die somewhere else, yeah. Sean Bean. Like, fucking Sheffield or whatever. Yeah. Fucking idiot. Wait six years and go in the World Trade, World Trade Center. <laughs> Not six years from 1986. No. Nah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Pretends to die. Yeah. I need to stop talking about that. Um, so, <laughs> they... <laughs> They wake up in a helicopter. He wakes up in a helicopter with with Natalia. Now this helicopter has got an ejector ejector seat. Yeah, it's a bit stupid, isn't it? Well, I mean, you can tell how it works, but yeah, I think traditionally helicopters. How's that going to work mid air? What do you mean? Well, the first thing it does is it, fl- it flings the blades out. Yeah. So that so it can eject. 
Yeah. If you're in mid-air and it flings yeah. the blades out, you're just going to plummet like a stone. Well, what do you think happens to a plane after the pilot shoots out? Goes long for a bit. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. By that point, you're like, I'm probably not getting that back. Planes have momentum, though. Helicopters require the blades to <coughs> keep going. Yeah, but yeah, but it doesn't matter if if because the blades come out and then you shoot out of it. What does it matter if the body of the uh, I mean, helicopter if, plummets beneath you? I mean, it matters a lot if the blade goes up your bum or something. Well, it definitely shoots out. You're sort of shooting out. Where's the blade going to go? They're shooting off in another direction. You're shooting it might land on up. a crash. Well, a plane might land on a crash. That's true. <laughs> anyway, he's in a helicopter and they manage to escape. And then they're arrested. And we get the great bit with Mishkin. With the, uh, that's the trouble with people these days. No one takes a good the time to do a good interrogation. <laughs> I love that. Proper yeah, meta stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then she goes, stop it, both of you. You're like boys with toys. Which was a line of the trailer prominently. Yeah. Um, which is, I mean, which it feels like it was written for the trailer because it actually doesn't really make sense in this context. No, no, it doesn't. But anyway. Um, but then uh, Oromov comes in and goes, what's going on? Um, and then, because uh, before he comes in, Natalia tells him that it was Oromov who was the traitor who set off the golden eye. And there's another one. I am not clear on Oromov's even after watching the film, I'm not clear what Oromov's plan, not plan is, desires are. Is it, he, I think earlier on it mentions that he sees himself as the next Iron Man of Russia. Mm. But it sounds like his career is going pretty well. Yeah, I mean, he's a general. Yeah, so is he, what, is he thinking, right, he'll go along with Janice's plan and end up um, uh, rich enough to finance his own overtaking? It doesn't say any of this, this is just guessing. Yeah. To over To take over the Russian... Government himself? I think so, I think so. But it's never expressly said. Or he's just going to get loads of money and just retire. Loads of money. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. But he gets... But to... I don't think people like that are in it for the money. No. No, I think you're right. He's a bit of a Putin. Yeah. God, I need to yeah, stop talking yeah. about him. I'm going to get poisoned. You're not going to get poisoned because you say he's a bit like Oromov. He is. Yeah. He'd probably admit that himself, wouldn't he? Uh, imagine if all the things people are saying about Putin. He's like, <laughs> right... I'm going off the, after one guy who's been mean about me. I'm going to leave CNN alone. There is a guy who does um, mainly, it's mainly Colombo at the moment, but I'm going to kick his ass. I mean, I'm easy to get to. You know, I haven't got armed guards or anything. I'm going to tweet him and say, I pretend to be Sharon Stone and oh. tell him I'll meet him in the bear. Lovely. Grizzly bear. Lovely. And then I'm going to. First of all, maybe let him finger me. But after that, I poisoned him. Oh, God. That's too much information. Um, so Bond I've, and Natalia... I, yeah, I've given away my plan. I'm such a classic Bond villain. <laughs> stupid, stupid Putin. <laughs> uh, Bond and Natalia escape. Um, she gets captured again. And as we mentioned earlier, the music switches to a composer. Uh, um, an actual composer, not a man who's just yeah, yeah. He's a bit shy with the old Bond theme. I'd like more of it. If I've got to be honest. Like when he goes through the window, there's just a bar. I'd like the actual Bond theme. But it is a brassy bar. Yeah, it's true. It, it feels like a hint of it. I know, I know what you mean. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, but the tank coming through the wall is a fucking great shot. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I for some reason I haven't seen this film in about um, fact, exactly eleven years. I think I've said before hmm. the last time I watched all the Bond films was when my first kid was born, hmm. and I would get up in the morning and do the morning feed and watch a Bond film with him. Hmm. <coughs> so I haven't seen this in eleven years, and I did not remember how 
elaborate and great the tank sequences. Mm. But it's a really classic action oh, scene. It's brilliant. It's classic Bond as well because of the way he can just work any vehicle and make it act and behave like a car or something like that. It's just... Yeah, the stunt driving on this is amazing because they yeah. probably got the thing skidding. I mean, I don't yeah, know the drifting driving. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. Mm. I mean, it's, it's still you do see it get to its top uh, speed at one point, and it's like it would not be keeping up with even no. those shitty road cars. But still, still, you, you forgive everything because it's. It's great. And even the, like, a lot of the physics, like it goes through a statue of a horse. Yeah, love or the, that. Uh, not the actual horse. The, is it a plinth? What would you call that? Yes, yeah, statue plinth. It yeah. goes through that, but it's exactly the right height to go th- just through that, and the horse lands on top of the thing. And it's like a tank doesn't have a flat top. No. It would totally fall off, but you kind of forgive it, and he's yeah. driving through St. Petersburg with this thing on. And it's such a great visual. It's so good. And he also goes through the lovely product, because Bond loves this product placement. He goes through a big Perrier truck. That's fun. I, uh, I don't know why this is on IMDb trivia. There was 90,000 cans of Perrier. Wow. Yeah. That's good trivia. It is. Thanks, IMDb. Yeah. Director's trademark. Use the camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. <laughs> and it's always things like Italian yeah. uh, certificate, film certificate number 98732. Yeah. That's good. I'm going to have that oh. put on the badge. Yeah, I'm going to make a t shirt of that. <laughs> Actor trademark breathed oxygen. <laughs> Famously has skin. Sometimes they're very vague. I love the ones that's like this film is a set on Mars, like this other film that's got nothing to do with it, but they're both set on exactly. Mars. Okay, thanks. Or like third time this actor, and they name one of the biggest stars reunites Pierce Brosnan with, and it's like old Russian woman eight. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Um, so then uh, Oromov takes Natalia onto (coughs) Alex old style Soviet train thing, which is fun, and um, he tries to kiss her, and she slaps him. Yeah, he said, he goes, me and Bond used to share everything. Yeah. Ugh, God. Yeah. Disgusting. Um, but Bond's <clears throat> going to derail them, which again, Xenia's loving. She's like, it's going to derail us. Oh. I don't think she likes herself. No. I think she's got I, some issues. Yeah. He's like, right, okay, Oromov, I want <coughs> you to pick up your gun. A train driver, get on the radio to him, go full speed, looks around. Zenya, stop fingering yourself, just do something. Just, yeah, just generally. For fuck's sake. Right? This place it... stinks. <laughs> There's tissues everywhere. Imagine you going on a mission with a fellow who just I... kept wanking all the time. I, I, I know you think that you are a liberated, strong woman. Mm. It is affecting your job now, right? <laughs> Right? You, every, all the men here, at first were like, this is really hot. And mm. now they're like, this is too much. Yeah, right? just stop it. Right? So stop wanking. Yeah, we've we got important sh- business here. It should go without saying, right? We yeah. are about a week away from becoming very rich at the end of the mission. You can wank yourself senseless, eh? <laughs> right? All I'm saying is, knock it off now, right? I, I hate to do this. I don't want to, I want, I, I, listen. I've tried to be a fun boss, right? But this is... A lot of people have brought up the wanking. It's just getting a bit boring now. Right? And I remember when we said, oh, we need you to shoot that ship captain, and instead you suffocated him with your groin. Right? I... That takes so much longer. 
Right? We're on a real tight schedule We're here. on a schedule here. So mm. if I say shoot someone, I don't want you dropping your trousers and wandering slowly towards him. Shoot him, right? We haven't got time for this. Right? I'm saying this as a friend now. Yeah. Right? When we were getting Ladbrokes together, I said, if I get... If, if we go somewhere, you're coming with me. And I'm, don't make me regret saying that, right? <laughs> I shouldn't have said coming with me. That's confused no, you. set you off now, isn't it? Fuck's yeah. sake. Oh, fucking hell. Oh. Anyway, a week from now, you'll be fine. Just mm. at the moment, chill. Yeah. Oh, so, Bond gets in the train, and then uh, Oromov's going to... Sh- they, they, they have the first joke where Oromov's got the gun to Natalia, and he goes, shoot her. She means nothing to me. Which, at this point, she doesn't. He's only known five minutes. Yeah. So it's a bit of a stupid bluff. Yeah. I know other birds. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've had loads. I haven't had this one, though. I My wife died, and I didn't really mm. care. This one, couldn't give a tough. Yeah. Um, but then he, he, he plays his trump card. Did you know, Oromov, that this man's a Leanne's Cossack? And Oromov's like, is this true? And he goes, what, when he, what doesn't matter? What matters is in a week's time, I'll have more money than God. Yeah, I feel like if Coltrane knows he's a Cossack, mm. again, the general would definitely know. Definitely. He would have worked out. Yeah. Especially when he kept doing that thing where he had his arms crossed and was kicking yeah. all around the room all <laughs> yeah. the time. I'm starting to think there's something up with these guys. Stop singing. Stop it. She's fingering herself and you're yeah. leaping around the room with your I, legs out. I, I have. Do you know when you just feel, he's just rubbing his temples going, do you know when you just know you've backed the wrong horse? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I've had a 40-year career in the military and I'm with... Fucking hell. You've just the, kicked over my in-tray now. My papers have gone everywhere. God. She's fucking rubbing herself off on my fucking tissues. Right. Disgusting. And she's... Oh, God. Stop it! Oh, she's a gusher. Oh, <laughs> Len, can you come in? Bring the um, bring the blue, bring the blue paper towels. Oh my god! <laughs> um, so Oromov gets shot, and then uh, Trevelyan says, "Why don't you be a good boy and die?" And then runs away, locks them in, and says, "Oh, I hope you enjoy the bond times. I've set them for three minutes, like you did for me." Again, that's your fault. It's not yeah. my fault. Fucking idiot. Also, classic Bond villain. I guess I was going to set it for three minutes instead of six. What I've done is set him for 12 seconds because I haven't got time for this shit. Yeah. Because you've probably got a laser watch. Yeah, In fact, I know watch. you've got a laser watch yeah. because later on we talk about the fact you've got a laser watch. Yeah. So while he's burning a hole in the floor so they can escape, she, Natalia, has got on the computer and she's trying to hack to find out. She's going to send a spike like Boris did earlier to find out where he is. And she goes, ah, oh, he's got a stupid password. And she goes, oh, I'll figure it out. And it's, you can sit on it, but you can't take it with you. So she types in arse, yeah. buns, yeah. and rear. These are all things you can take with you. Yeah, yeah. Is, is she fucking all right? Yeah, but to be fair, so is chair, yeah, to true. be fair. Well, he says it immediately, chair. Chair. And she types it in and then spikes Boris and finds out he's in Cuba. Yep. And then we have a Bond leans into a bit of Daniel Craig here. He's sat on the beach. Like, oh, I don't know if I can kill this man. Oh, well, they, they, just before that, so they get mm. out the train, they mm. run away, the train explodes, mm. and then, and he's using the bottle of a wrong questioner, but he just leans in and starts kissing her. Yeah. Like, they've just, she doesn't seem like she'd be up for it. She's like, I just, I don't like you. She, at the mm. moment, she's like, I don't really like you. Mm. 
and we've just survived an explosion. I don't want to kiss right now. It's not yeah. the vibe. No. I've just watched a woman wanking and a bloke dancing around the room. I'm just a bit shaken up. Right. <laughs> or stirred. Oh, fuck off. Oh, fucking hell. But yeah, she says, um, why do all you men have to just kill each other all the time? He's like, because it's literally the genre. Yeah, she goes. Why do you do? Why do you have that? And he goes, "It's what keeps me alive." She goes, "It's what keeps you alone." And then they have a shag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, so, so exactly countering the point you just made, you're going to be alone forever until right now. <laughs> then Jack Wade turns up in the BMW. The only time it actually moves at all. Yeah. Oh no, they're in the BMW. He turns up in a plane yeah. to give them. That's right, yeah. And then he goes, oh, here's the keys. Oh, and he goes, oh, well, there's no dish in Cuba. We haven't found it. Good little bit of banter. If you need anything, send in the Marines. I remember I was never here. And I like the bit where she talks, and then he texts into one side and goes, have you checked her out? And he goes, head to toe. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. He means, oh, I've, I've had it off with her, mate. Yeah. That's what he should have I've, said. You know, and he's like, yeah, ha, ha. Genuinely though, have you done a background check and because too right I have. Yeah, no, no, no. Stop. <laughs> just because you mean up a slot, right? Doesn't help, right? Genuinely, have you done? She, right? You better have done a DBS, on it, oh, right? Too right I have dirty bumps. No, 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 no. <laughs> right. This conversation has gone on too long now, Jim. Right? Genuinely, have you talked to someone in the council or wherever uh-huh. about whether or not she? Because she could be a. You've known her how long? Two days, right? You don't know she's not a Russian double agent. I tell you, oh. I, I've given her a Russian double ender. Right. <laughs> you first of all, I'm talking. I'm calling you boss, right? Mm-hmm. I'm doing that right now. Right. You are doing a terrible job. So I'm going to ask you one more time: Are you sure that this woman mm. is not a double agent who is working against you? No. Right. I was hoping you were going to say yes there. Eh? But what you've done is said you said no. Yeah. And I'm I think we're gonna have to call off the mission. It's, it's all right, don't worry. Don't worry. I've charmed her. That yeah, but remember the last one you charmed? Mm. She was killing people with her fanny. Yeah, I know. Right? So I don't want that happening again. All right. All right. Good luck. Thanks. But if if it I'm taking the car, I'm having the car because you're pissing me right off. I'm just gonna bomb around in it. Right, that's, that's, that, what I'm, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about because it's got bombs in it. Well, it hasn't. It hasn't. We haven't seen any because <laughs> the art department didn't get all of it soon enough. What? And it's gone quite meta now. This conversation. Yeah, as yes, yeah, so drop that. Anyway, um, point is, go and save the day. But if she is naughty, it's on you, right? All right. All right. Bye. I've seen her being naughty, by the way. I'm driving away now. <laughs> um, they fly off in their plane, and he's like, "Yeah, there's no satellite dish down there." So yeah, and then. Fucking, they fire, they blow them out of the air. If they hadn't have done that, they wouldn't have known about any of this. This is, yeah, now this is the interesting thing. So that's that's the second case. We didn't mention it earlier. Hmm. This whole, uh, the whole plot uh, only happens because of, so at Seven Eye, when they launch the Golden Eye and blow up Seven Eye to cover, quote, they say to cover their tracks, yes. the only reason the Seven Eye facility actually is blown up is because the EMP pulse fucks up one of the planes and then crashes massively yes. coincidentally into it. Mm. If that hadn't happened, they wouldn't have covered the tracks. There wouldn't be a plan. Yeah. And then here, if they don't shoot something, they get away with it. Yeah. They'd never have found that dish because it's yeah. hidden. 
Ugh. So they crash the plane, and then when they're lying there in the plane cr- plane wreck, Xenia comes down and thinks, <coughs> I, again, not listening, I'm going to kill him with my fanny. Yeah. You've got a gun. You're yep. holding it. Yep. Use that. So she's trying, trying to squeeze him and get him off on it, and then he reaches behind her with a gun, shoots the helicopter. She's still tied to. Yeah. Which flies her off and crushes her against the tree, kills her. It's a great, very memorable death. This is yeah, one of the more fantastic. memorable deaths in Bond history, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and then the line, she always did like a good squeeze, was very good. Yeah. She's like, she's just died. Do you think you could be a bit respectful? <laughs> yeah. No. Listen, you don't know me very well, love. Here's my whole thing, right? Everyone knows this about me. Anytime somebody dies, I'm the first one with a quip. Hmm. First, even if it's not like doing one of these situations. Like I remember when my when my aunt died, and um, she it was um, she, it was basically I don't want to get dark, but it was Alzheimer's she died of. Mm-hmm. And uh, when she passed, I remember. Well, I'll remember her, and mm-hmm. that was a jo- bit of a joke to soften the moment. That was. Yeah. She's like, That's sick. All mm. right. Oh, I won't do it again then. Cheers. It could be at Xenia's funeral. She always did like a good squeeze. Everyone's crying, going, what's wrong with you? Yeah, what is wrong with you? Say something she... nice about her. She killed a man with her fanny. Yeah, good point. She... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so they then, the dish expands. Oh, wait, I, 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 um, before I go up from the funeral, um, uh, something about, I haven't nearly done, but something about coming off a chopper. <laughs> anyway, bye. You you have a nice funeral. I won't come to the wake. Ta-da. <laughs> Drives off in his BMW. Yeah. Is that a hairdresser? Yeah. No, I think he's a spy. Oh, okay. He's got hair of a hairdresser. He has, isn't he? Yeah. Looks more like John Peters. He does look awful. If you had a moustache, he'd be John Peters. Yeah. He oh. goes, I'm saving the world at one, and I'm doing Barbara Streisand's hair at three. <laughs> Love that for him. Um, so inside the base, Alex checks on Boris, how he's going, because it, the plan is they're going to drop... They're going to do Goldeneye on London. Yeah. Steal some money. So they not, knows. They do it the other way around. So they're oh. going to steal the money first. Oh yeah. Uh, with Boris's spike malarkey, which is mm. not a thing, no. uh, and then they're going to um, basically wipe out all digital records of everything. Yeah. I mm. do not think that the Bank of England would no. only have one copy of all the records. I think no. it would be backed up to somewhere outside Greater London. On yeah. the off chance that London is attacked in a method such as this. And I think Interpol, unless they're going to go to another planet, Interpol will have them within 72 hours. Yeah. It's a stupid plan. How do you feel about the fact that Bond's been away for six years and ultimately hmm. what the stakes are are just a heist? I don't mind it because it, it feels bigger than that, even though it isn't, because of the the, the weapon. But no one's going to die in London. No. It's true. Well, someone might like their, their car might shut down and they might drive off, drive off a bridge. No, but if it was a Tesla, yeah, but yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. no, we're like, good. What's someone, the plan? We're going to kill everyone in a Tesla. Good. It's going to happen anyway. Someone's toast, someone's might be trying to get a toast out, right? With their finger and then the power goes out and they're like, oh, I can put my fork in now. And then it might go back on and kill them. Uh, again, I, I put. That's bad for the person, but still relatively low stakes for a Bond film. If somebody Bond, if you don't, if you, there's a woman who might get killed by toast in in Surrey. What if I told you that man with the toast was Prince Charles? <laughs> yeah, there you go. What if I told you that man with the toast was Ton Tony Blair, Tonty Blair, liar, be liar. Tonty, 
Tonty B liar. Yeah, different, right, different shade gonna, things now. Isn't all it? right, I've got a Cuba then. <laughs> oh, so we get this big scene where Natalia is trying to hack the Golden Eye, which she successfully does, and Bond's been captured. And then you get the scene you were mentioning earlier where he's going through all his gadgets. But the one he doesn't know about is the pen, which we forgot to mention. The gadget he had, if you click a pen, one of those clicky pens, three times it arms <coughs> as, a, as a grenade. Um, yeah, I, I remember when I was probably the last time I watched this, for some reason I was, again, I was going insane because I had a new baby at the time. Mm. Uh, it was um, I was trying to keep track to make sure that the edit, it had been cut properly so there was the right number of clicks. Yeah. And I think it is. Yeah, I think but it I'm, is. I may have lost track. But long story short, because we've been talking for a long time. Oh, fuck, we have. Yeah. Um, Bond, Boris is trying to, he's using the clicky pen as a sort of tense thing. Like, click, click, click. I'm trying to, he's trying to fix the thing that Talia's done. She's sending the, the, the satellite off into space to just harmlessly blow up. Because she's a programmer. And he's clicking the pen and then he does the three clicks and points at her and says, what have you done, Natalia? Give me the code. Bond flicks the pen up at some petrol tanks that are just in there for some reason. They're just in the yeah. office. Yeah. yeah. I think we should have petrol tanks. Should we put petrol in them? Yes. Yeah. And should they be here? Mm. Yeah. No, put it near the smoking section, dipshit. Put, put it next to the tanks full of um, liquid ice <laughs> yeah. that we've got, whatever other reason. Because if something goes wrong, they'll counteract each other. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. That's a good idea. Just don't stand near them. Um, so then everything's going on. Meanwhile, Bond's fucked off, and him and Alec have like a foot chase. And when they meet up with each other, there's a there's a stunt here where someone flips down some metal stairs. It looks like it fucking well hurt. Yeah, yeah. Well, they'd have been padded, but of course, it's, it's a really good crunchy fight scene. Actually, this it's fantastic. It's yeah for me. It's up there with um, the fight he has with Robert Shaw and um, from Russia with Love. Yeah, it's really close quarters and great violent. And then you get to the did bin. You, did you a bit of fact? Uh, Pierce Brosnan couldn't go to the actual satellite dish. No, because he's afraid of heights, and he freaked out. I bet he fucking did. Yeah, that's a real thing. In it's in um, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, yeah. And then they have their big fight, and you get the bit where they're on the ladder or the very bottom point. The which in the game, back bit, yeah. In the game, which that level is insanely hard, and and more often than not, when you went down to finish him off, as it were, you'd slip and fall, and it would make you go right back to the beginning and do it again. Oh my god, that's just that's just actually pretty bad level design, oh, surely. It's so fucking horrible. It still gives me nightmares. Um, but then we get the bit where <clears throat> the satellite's blowing up, and because Bond's put a literally, he's literally put like a wrench in the engine. I was going to shovel or something or a pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure this, the weight of a satellite did, well, it doesn't matter. The technical part of it, we got a Bond yeah. movie, but it, yeah, yeah. I don't think it would work. But then Sean Bean slips down. He's got him by the foot. For England, James. He goes, no, for me. Drops him. I'd have said something else. I said, up yours. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm saving the world, dipshit. Yeah. Yeah, but no, for or, me. or something to do with the way he's killing, like oh, dishy, and then drop him. Yeah, like, what? What? Although people often say, <clears throat> people often say, oh, it's ridiculous that he survives that fall. I quite like that he does. I like that he does. I think hmm. the close-up of him landing, because hmm. he's clear, it he you can tell he doesn't have the acceleration of someone who's dropped from higher up. He's just jumped yeah. off a couple of apple cart boxes or something, because hmm. uh, he would. I think realistically, burst open like a bag of beans. Yeah, I think he would. But but then um, you get the satisfaction of the entire fucking dish falling on him, which is more fun. 
Yeah, I just think generally seeing him land is what takes you out of it. Mm. If if he just if it'd been that shot they have of him turning round and looking up yeah. with blood in his face, like okay, I can sort of believe that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you got that nice bit of the what if just landed in his he face. fell, landed mm. down there. One of his henchmen came up, diagnosed that he was now paraplegic, was putting him in a little wheelchair <clears throat> with a little pipe in his neck to keep him alive. Then the dish fell. <laughs> Would you feel sorry for him? Uh, probably. Because he's just, ultimately, he's not hurting anyone. He's no. just trying to earn a crust. Just trying to get by. He, he in survives a, lot, a horrendous crash. In some movies, hmm. Alec Trevelyan is the hero. Yeah, he is. He's like the fun, you know, bank robber. Yeah. I never thought of this. Bond is actually the villain of this. He is, yeah. He's, oh, he's, well. Uh, never mind. Um... I, I, I like to also, I meant to mention, when you're looking around the facility when uh, in inside, there's like 40 boring-looking white people working computers, and I just want to yeah. know what they're doing. And I was thinking that if GoldenEye had succeeded, it would be like that video of when the Windows 95 launch. <laughs> they're all like, yay, woo, yeah, woo dancing yeah. around on stage. Also, they are working for a terrorist organisation, but mm. what I do appreciate about a lot of those computer guys is they've worn a tie to work. I love it. Yeah, they didn't have to. No, dress down Friday tomorrow. <laughs> well, Tim won't be here tomorrow. That's not even, right even, either way, there's no tomorrow. No, no, tomorrow never dies. Yeah, uh, write that, write that down. Okay. So Bond and Natalia escape in a helicopter. They lie down in a field and they're about to have some smoochy action. When a good shot that I like is all the Marines standing up. They could have landed anywhere in mm. Cuba and they've happened to land in the middle of a field with a bunch of SWAT team guys uh, hiding under hay. And also a line that feels terrible now when he says, we'll debrief you at Guantanamo. Like, well, is that fucking waterboarding or what? Yeah. There's a lot of people that brief stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then Eric Serra serves, saves his best thing for last, which is his lovely song, The Experience of Love, which is just disgustingly awful. I, I turn it right off. Yeah. Um, the, and then the last shot, well, no, the second to the last shot is Brosnan walking off with yes. uh, Simonova, and he's just got this big smile, which honestly, even when I was watching it at 15, I was like, I don't know. I, mm. It doesn't feel Bondy at all. It feels like a, feels like a cut scene that they accidentally left in, or mm. like a take, or like a, let's do a fun take. And use that one. Um, and then, yeah. End or at least the have movie. his kicks around his ankles and in Penguin walking, smiling like that. I mean, yeah, go all mm. the way then. Mm. Mm. There you go, Goldeneye. Yeah, I I like it fine. I think it's mm. interesting because it's the first Bond film I watched for this and with my kid. And she was like, you can tell, even though it's a wham-bam action film from 1995, you can tell how much action films have come along. yeah. It's such an arms race now to do the most impressive, most dangerous thing. And back then, it was just like, oh, we're just going to do a bunch of models. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just do the same we always do, but just make it a bit more 90s. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, um, I've done the questions. Yeah, you've done questions. I wanna, I'm want i looking forward to this. So, this is... this is I'm, I've, I've answered the questions a million times, right? There's yeah. some for you, right? Yeah, okay. Right. So, right. Question one. Hmm. Right, John Rain. Hmm. Hi. You, you accidentally travel back in time to 1962. Yeah. And land on and kill Monty Norman, choking him with your balls. Hang on, Alma landed on him. 
you've just landed. Well, he, well, have I jumped out of a plane or have I fallen out of a tree or what? It, the time machine travels you through time. Oh, I you, see. And you were on an elevated bit that wasn't there in 1962. <laughs> and now you're like, what? And you landed balls first on Monty Norman's windpipe, right? Right. Dead. Right. Right. Uh-huh. So, yeah. so there's no Bond theme. Right. This is before, but he's been thinking about it, but he hadn't come up with it. So tragically, uh, he's dead. There's no Bond theme sting. Right? That's gone. And you have traveled back in time, and you can't remember it because it's, you know, you've just chopped Monty Norman with your balls. You've got things on your mind. But now you've got to come up with a new Bond sting. So what seven notes? And we'll give you just give you five notes either side. What? But seven-ish notes would you put together to be the Bond ident sting? Okay, so I'm going to go with... Dum de dum 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 de do. <laughs> Something oh, like that. Uh, yeah. Or also maybe a kind of like dum, dun dun Something like that. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. actually that's quite okay. nice. It's not okay. quite as iconic. No. I thought you because I mentioned these. I thought you were going to get your top. I kind of thought you would have been working on this for a week. Oh, I've been working on something else for a week. <laughs> to quote. Yeah. Famke Jansen. Yeah. I mean, you mean rubbing yourself senseless? Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. Which uh-huh. actor had pound for pound the best theme songs? Which actor? Yeah, which one of the actors had the best theme songs during their oh. tenure? Oh, right, okay. You mean like you mean Bond themes? Bond themes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Roger Moore. Correct. That's oh. the only. I'm like, yeah, that's actually the only right answer for this. Yeah. Hmm. And what was his what, what best and worst Roger Moore uh, songs? Well, best Live and Let Die. Correct. And worst. <clears throat> um... Hmm. Man with the Golden Gum. I don't hate that, but I've only recently found out that that's not a beloved song. Yeah, I don't hate it. It's just it's the least good one. Uh, for your eyes only, doesn't do anything for me. No, I know, but it's a good score. Okay, okay. But yeah, actually, I, I will. I'll, I'll put for your eyes only. Um, I like the soundtrack, but the song's a bit boring. Yeah, no, it is. Hmm. Uh, right, number three. You travel back in time to night year one. Okay. Again, elevated position. And you choke Remy Julia and the stunt coordinator to death with your uh, crotch. Right. Which he, which he, I would assume he would have the physical training to survive, but he hasn't. He's he dead. Hasn't. Really well, he's died with his balls in your mouth. Yeah. You're wearing a kilt as well for some reason, so it's really visceral. Anyway, don't even know why. No. So what vehicle, the Bond, and this is important, the Bond has never used in any of the things, right? Mm-hmm. Vehicle or mode of transportation that he's never used in any of the films, would you use, so you've replaced Raymond Julien now. Yep, yep, yep. Dead from balls in the mouth. Okay. With... So you're a stunt coordinator. What yeah. vehicle or mode of transportation would you use to stage an action scene around? Okay. <clears throat> um, Ford Escort. What's a car? Oh, you, well, Romy Julien drove cars. I know, but he also drove ah. skidoos and All stuff. Right. All right, then. A glider. Has she never had a glider? He never had a glider. He never had a glider. Wait a minute. Did he never... No, I don't think so. I'm sure of pictures when we were smoking a cigar. Yes, Roger Moore had a glider. No, that was a little plane. That was an octopusy. But he's just hovering there, isn't he? Mm, no, I don't think so. All right, then All I'll right. go. I'll go for. A, I'll go for a Russian, a, a mid '80s Russian. Uh, um, you know those. Helicopters with the arms with all the rockets and machine guns on them. Oh, those are nice. Yeah, I'll go with that. And you do it like, like with a chase. Yeah. Flight through a school. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go through, go through a warehouse like where they're packing meat, and he could say, oh, "It's getting a bit choppy in here." I, I'm, sorry, I would have gone with probably. I would assume that you're going. I don't know, car with a big cock on the end of it. <laughs> Done. 
Well, I was thinking Robin Reliant, then I just thought Only Fools and Horses is not going to be funny. Also, he went through a phase in the 80s driving shit cars, didn't he? And, yeah, yeah, Citroen and all that, yeah. Um, who would you have played M uh, and Q and Money Penny next, other than the obvious choice for all three, Idris Elba? Okay. M, I'd quite like, except he looks really old now, I'd quite like Tom Wilkinson. Oh, that's a good one. Q, I'd like Kirsten Scott Thomas. <gasps> as a female Q. Yeah. And Money Penny Idris Elba. Yeah, okay. All right, yeah, fine. You can have him. Mm. All right, darling. Yeah, I'll sit around waiting for you with a nice dress, you prick. You have to make good on your innuendos. <laughs> so that's Christian Bale. Where's, and Idris Elba's the same voice. Mm. Uh, all right, final, final one. Bonus. Okay. Right? Yeah. You travel back to 1979, <laughs> right? And you right. land on, and again, with your balls. Right. You kill Barbara back with your balls, right? Oh, God. Yeah. How? Now, Ringo Starr's going to be sad and lonely. Mm. How? This is a grown man. How do you seduce and marry Ringo Starr? Oh my god! Well, I'd have to. I'd get a job on that caveman film he did, <laughs> right? Uh, I'd Which dress- is what he got on that caveman film. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd take Barbara Back's part in that film, right? Well, you take Ringo Starr's part in that. I take Ringo Starr's part. I'd, right. I'd, 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 I'd run around in my little, you know, like coconut bikini, wherever they were. Caveman days. <laughs> I don't think it's an effect on Ringo, you think? <laughs> and I'd, I'd basically do that thing where you turn, you, you back to him, but you've turned around and you've kind of got one finger to your lips, like, oh. <laughs> I think that'll do it. You know what? Sometimes I think of you as a bit of a pessimist, but the fact that you think we're putting on a coconut bikini is going to make Ringo Starr marry you is like, this guy has got a good outlook on life, John has. He was Ringo Starr in that, at that point. Was high as a kite, twenty four seven. So the key thing is, I'm gonna make sure he's coked up. That's then right. I put on a coconut outfit and then I fuck him. I wonder if it was like he was thinking about get back, and then he saw her and thought get bark more like. <laughs> Have a bit of that. I was like, get get that man over there. What well, John Rain? Yeah, yeah. He just but, killed a woman in the corner. He's just turned around and gone. Oh, I'm cheeky. <laughs> Send her home. Get- <laughs> Give her my hotel key. <laughs> Give her my bloody hotel key. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I enjoyed that. And I enjoyed talking about Goldeneye. That's right. We did do that. We did do that. Too much. Too long. So this will be a two-parter. This is another epic, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. God. Another two-parter. Because uh, I started putting big, long ones out over... As a one part, and then I thought no one's going to listen to a two and a half hour podcast. Plus, in one you make twice as much money from the advertising, right? No, don't talk about that. Okay, fine. Yeah. I've started getting Welsh adverts when I would listen to Smirch now. Have you? Like Welsh language ones. All right. Yeah. That might just be me clearing my throat. Yeah, no, it's not. I get adverts for like because it knows what I search for, so it's quite creepy. It looks in the algorithms. It keeps advertising local colleges to me. Oh, nice. And Bryn's Chippy. Yes. Like, come to Bryn's Chippy. That's the advert. <laughs> That's it. No more information than that. <laughs> We're going to tell you where it is or what time we open. <laughs> if you give a fuck, you look it up. Bryn's Chippy. That's a pretty good slogan, actually. Yeah. If you give a fuck, look it up. Bryn's Chippy. Right. Well, Dan Thomas, thank you so much, as per usual. Thank you. For completing your Brosnan trilogy. Yeah. We didn't realise we'd done until we started this. Yeah. It's yeah. a pleasure. Until next time, goodbye.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.